Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin Muhammed ve Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem teslimen kathiren kathiren. From Mevadu, my brothers and sisters, this is a thought share that to uh, respond to this article, the myth of uh, Sisyphus. Um, I'm of course familiar with this uh, myth and the argument. You see the two or three things I want to say. First of all, uh, speaking from it from the Islamic perspective, uh, we have to see things in the context of the revelation. Now, Camus is speaking without the benefit of the revelation, without the benefit of the Quran. Uh, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists. We worship him. We worship only him. Uh, we know that he sent down his word and uh, that this word is the Quran and uh, so we take our guidance from that so now here he's saying that he's talking about really the whole point of human existence um, of uh, seeking meaning and so on and so forth the thing to ask uh, or rather the thing which I tell myself is is very simple which is that I do not need to seek meaning because my meaning has been defined for me Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defined our meaning, the meaning of our existence, in two ways. He defined it in terms of our, the meaning of our existence as individuals, and he, de- he defined the meaning of our existence as, in, as a collective uh, group, which is the Muslim uh, community, the Ummah. Uh, in terms of individuals, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defined our meaning where he said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ In Surah Al-Zariyat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, We have not created the humans and the jinn for anything other than our worship. So there is the meaning. Why, why do we exist? To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why did Allah create us to worship Him? This is a great honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us. Uh, why he gave it to us, he knows. When we meet him, inshallah, those who are interested to ask can ask. Uh, right now, I cannot tell you, uh, nobody can tell you why Allah did that. But we say, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have created us to clean toilets. Uh, he could have created us to just dig holes in the ground. He could have created us to, uh, you know, to do any kind of thing, but he didn't. He created us to do the most honorable, the most, the highest action that somebody can do, which is worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just to give you a, uh, an example of this, uh, even in religions which have caste systems, uh, all the way back, I mean, if you, if you go all the way back to the Egyptian and the Greek civilizations, uh, you go to the Romans, you come to the Hindus, the highest class and the highest caste uh, has always and always been the priests, those who worship God. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this to every human being, not just to the Muslims. So, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Insa. Allah did not say, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ Allah said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah said that I have, that I have not created the jinn and the human beings for anything other than my worship. So those who understand this, those who believe in the Quran, those who believe that this is the word of Allah, of course we don't seek, we don't need to seek for meaning because we know what the meaning is. 
you don't you don't seek for and search for things which you have already and we have the meaning a meaning of my existence is to worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worship in its broader sense the broadest sense of worship includes the actual physical worship worship rituals like salah and 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 zakat and uh, and fasting and hajj and umrah and so on uh, it also uh, includes as worship in a broad sense obedience to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this the act the act of worship the ritual of worship salah which is uh, exemplified and the iconic uh, point of that is the sajda where we not just bow before allah as in ruku but we actually put our head on the ground forehead on the ground before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an action which is haram to anyone other than allah uh this embodies the highest form of of uh, obedience where you completely and totally submit everything to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are buying in that position of prostration where you are saying i have no defense against you i completely and totally trust you i do not need to fear for myself before you so i submit myself totally and completely to you with love and with gratitude and with obedience now this is what salah tells us and this is what is translated into every action and every decision and every uh, word and speech of the muslim so this is the reason why we exist so it's very simple i mean this is there is a there is confusion because people do not accept uh the revelation they do not accept allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so they are confused uh how do you unconfuse them how do you give them clarity by telling them that look god told you allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you why he created you why are you worry why are you you know running around uh like a headless chicken uh confused there's no reason to be confused the matter has been very clearly um you know clearly mentioned uh and and uh, and and uh, delineated and defined for you now that's the personal individual reason for us uh, to exist on the face of the earth uh so therefore uh, and and then there's the collective reason and the collective reason is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat lin nas ta'muruna bil ma'rufi wa tanhauna 'anil munkari wa tu'minuna billah allah said you are the best people you are the best of of human beings you are the best community extracted for the benefit of all mankind lindas for everybody and what do you do you enjoy good you forbid evil and you have faith in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is our collective reason for existence so we have a individual purpose and we have a collective purpose now the individual purpose i mentioned already collective purpose is a translation of the individual purpose which is three things number one to or, or rather an overarching thing which is to benefit all of humanity and by by inference and by extension benefit all creation it's not just humanity benefit animals birds insects the environment the water the air the forests everything so Muslims were created Allah said you are the best people not be- Allah is not even saying you are the best people because you worship me no Allah is saying you are the best people because you have been created for the best purpose and the best purpose is to benefit everything that exists 
So the first, uh, so therefore, in this context, the, in, in the collective reason, uh, the biggest reason is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us to benefit all of humankind and all of every kind. Number one. Number two, how is this benefit to be done? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified that. He said, Amar bil maruf wa nahiyanil munkar. Allah said, you enjoin good and you forbid evil. What is the meaning of enjoying good? Enjoying good is not only to say halal and haram. Enjoying good is to support, to propagate, to help, to stand for, to fight for justice. To fight for, to stand for, to help, to propagate everything which is good. Right? Uh, it is not restricted only to haram and halal. It's not restricted only. Uh, the, the thing is, the beauty of the Islamic Sharia is that it encompasses everything which is good. So everything which is good, setting up, creating a school, for example, fantastic, go ahead. Digging wells, for example, building hospitals, roads and bridges and you name it, everything which is good. Uh, talking about and, 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 and uh, empowering and uh, enjoining morality, right, to people to be moral, and ethical and have values and ethics and morals um, to understand that a net value or net worth, not net value, net worth of a human being is not expressed in dollars but in character. This is all enjoining good. Similarly, forbidding evil is to forbid, is to stop all forms of evil. All racism is evil. All violence is evil. Uh, all hunger is evil. Everything, everything, enjoin good and forbid evil. So now, uh, with and then you have faith in Allah. Why do you do all this? Why do you do enjoining good and, and forbidding evil? Because you have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does that mean? It means that you remember and you understand that one day you will die and you will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be questioned about this. The purpose of your existence was to worship Allah. Did you worship Allah or not? The purpose of your existence was to benefit everyone. Did you benefit everyone or not? Right? So you may have two kinds of people. One is who worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May not be the greatest quality of worship, but they did it. You have other people who did not do it at all. Similarly, you might have people who um, who benefited, who, who did not benefit humanity, but who also did not harm humanity. Who did not benefit the world, but they also did not harm the world. They just existed and they, and they, and they died. Or you might have people who we see a lot nowadays, uh, may Allah forgive us, especially in our leadership uh, positions, people who are toxic, people who are uh, actually harmful. Uh, so you have both situations. Now, and, and they will answer. So when you say, it means we accept that this is a day will come when nobody will escape. Uh, you will not be standing there in the International Court of Justice. You will be standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu. And we and you and me and every all anyone who lived will answer on this on this basis. So therefore the collective purpose is to enjoin good, enjoin everything which is good and forbid everything which is evil. Now, which brings us to the other questions here uh, which this person is asking. He said, uh, but, but ask yourself, what is the meaning of a stubbed toe? What lesson is imparted by a spilled drink or a set of misplaced keys? Why is there such a thing as a hangnail and so on and so forth? Now, this is very easy to answer. The purpose of all of this is to help us to use our brains, is to 
ask a very simple question, which is, what can I learn from this? Right? What can I learn from this? Now, uh, my father used to do this, alhamdulillah. Uh, any situation in life, whatever happened, he would ask me, so what did you learn? And this is something which is ingrained in me. And I, I, look, at, I look at everything, right? I hang a bird feeder and I say, what do I, what do I learn from this? So, and alhamdulillah, it has usually benefited me throughout my life. It's not that, not that I always have an answer, but I always have this question. And more than most people, I'm sure, I have answers to things that, uh, for example, what is uh, the lesson imparted by a spilled drink? Uh, it happened to me. I was uh, teaching, a, I had gone into uh, to a place to, to one of my clients to teach a course. I was sitting there with my laptop. I had uh, a cup of coffee uh, next to me on my right uh, on the table, a hot cup of coffee, which I just picked up from the from the table there. And I was uh, uh, I was going through my uh, slides. When somebody walked, they knocked against my table and spilled that coffee onto my keyboard of my laptop and there was a flash and that was the end of the laptop, right? So what did I learn from this? I learned that liquids and laptops do not go together. Now, if you think that learning is not important, believe me, it is very important because I had to replace that laptop. That is, the, that is how important that learning is imparted by a spilled drink. And I might say, well, I know everybody learns that. Maybe you do. So it's good. Alhamdulillah. So this is the lesson. What lesson did you learn from the spilled drink? I learned the lesson that uh, keeping liquids next to laptops is a very bad idea. It's a very expensive choice that you are making. Or what do you learn from a set of misplaced keys? You learn from a set of misplaced keys what uh, <laughs> Dadijan auntie used to say always, that everything has its place. So put everything in its place. I, this is beautiful. I mean, the whole point of, uh, of having a brain uh, is to use it. And this is a beautiful, uh, you know, opportunity that for every single thing, no matter how trivial it might seem, we ask this question and we say, what do I learn? Which brings us again to the, uh, the last of the questions, which is a very common question that is asked all the time. So he says the uh, whole is the whole issue of uh, you know suffering and so on and uh, why are there wars and he didn't say wars but I'm sure he means that uh, you know why is this uh, why is there so much of suffering uh, and so on and so forth I mean this is the easiest question in the world to answer all of this is because we then have an opportunity to do something about it when anytime somebody says if there is a God why is this? Why doesn't he do something? I always tell them, I said, he did something. He, he created you. Right? He created you. So if you're saying, why is there a, I mean, there is a God. Uh, why is this happening? It's happening because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give you a chance to change that, to make it better. Right? So why is there, um, why, why is there suffering? So that I can use my money, I can use my influence to remove that suffering. Why is there, see, for example, you know, if you say, well, why is this happening in Gaza? It is here is an opportunity for the International Court of Justice to actually give an order uh, which will promote justice, which will, which will establish justice. Now, whether they do it or not is a different issue. So let's see what happens. So the, the whole point is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this world. He created us in this world with a very clear purpose. This whole issue of saying I'm seeking my purpose is nonsense because there's no need to seek. It is very clear. 
Now, of course, if you deny, and this is what these people do, I mean, not you and me, but these people, they deny the, the revelation, they deny uh, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's up to them. If you, if you, if you want to shut your eyes uh, on a bright hot uh, and, and uh, you know, bright day, and you shut your eyes and then you fall into a hole, and you say, well, you know, what is the whole point of uh, of this life? And, you know, why why is there a hole? And, uh, you know, how come I couldn't see it? Well, you couldn't see it because you, sh- you had your eyes shut. The the sun was sh- shining very clearly. Uh, you could have seen the hole if you had your eyes open. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you the eyes. You, you insisted on shutting them. And you insisted on falling into the hole. And then you blame God for it. I mean, this is complete nonsense. That is what people are doing. So the, my point is that, uh, Alhamdulillah, we are not among those people. So as far as we are concerned, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created uh, this world for a purpose. He told us what the purpose is. He, he, he empowered us. He gave us brains. He gave us intelligence. He gave us resources. He gave us money. He gave us power. He gave us authority. And on top of that, he gave us a... Uh, a, a book, his kitab, the Quran al-Kareem, and he gave us the most beautiful of teachers to teach that book, Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa It's for us to learn and to implement. Right? I mean, the problem with these people is that because they don't believe this, uh, they know, then they go on, they just go sort of go around and around in circles and they write articles and they talk about all this and they feel very clever, I guess. But if you look at, uh, <laughs> if you look at uh, this in the true context of what uh, human learning is, uh, revelation is as much human learning as anything else, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's actually far, be- far more and far better because this is directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, but the, the, the point I'm saying is that this is what Allah has given us. And so therefore, if we are uh, going to, uh, if we are going to accept the revelation, then there is no confusion. Uh, there is no issue of, of saying that there is absurdity of existence. Uh, existence is the most purposeful thing uh, that, sorry to, uh, to mix my, you know, um, metaphors here. Um, existence is the is the most purpose, <laughs> purposeful thing that exists. <laughs> so there is it's, it's life. Life makes eminent sense. Not life doesn't make sense. Life makes eminent sense, provided you open your eyes and you look at life through the lens of the one who created that life, and that is the Quran, uh, Quran uh, and Sunnah. Uh, I hope I have answered this question. Sorry for the long answer, but. Uh, I thought let me just you know cover all the points in it.